0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the Marathon Church Podcast. Uh, Glad that you're joining us this week wherever you are listening. Uh, Pleased to have with us today Lead Pastor Eddie Cox.
1: Yes, I am here.
0: Worship Pastor Spencer Zook. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, My name is Craig Henson. I'm the Next Steps Pastor and we are also joined by Family Ministries Pastor Student yes. Pastor Chase Callahan. Yeah.
2: Wow. Wow. And the crowd, goes wild. And the crowd goes wild. Hey, while you said my name, I will give a little plug. If you're listening to this, uh, it is uh, the right at the first of July. So we have a thing coming up this weekend that I want Spencer to talk about called freedom weekend freedom Weekend, yeah july oh. 4th and then we're opening back up guys Woo. Uh, yes like we said the other other week we've been open but we're gathering together again in person and so yeah. spencer you want to explain what this weekend's going to look like a little bit yeah man so saturday july
3: 4th we are getting together we're going to have uh parking lot opens at 7 30 and yeah. um, we're going to be hanging out. People are going to be tailgating. We have an ABC truck with some dessert, some ice cream, stuff like that, right? Yeah, is it ice yeah. cream? Yeah. So, so if you're
2: wondering what ABC is, like, they, it's like this big carnival-style food trailer so to speak with all
0: kinds yeah, of, of popcorn stuff. cotton yeah. candy
3: stuff. all kinds of snacks yeah. for for everybody and then um we're gonna play some fun songs some cover mm. songs some stuff you hear on the radio uh, and yes and eddie's gonna tell a couple jokes yes i have. I can't <laughs> wait i cannot
2: wait to hear shania twain <laughs> it's gonna be great
1: i was going with more like <laughs> amy grant <kind> of thing, <laughs> <laughs>
3: but that's fine and then when it gets dark 9 30 9 45 ish we are going to light up some fireworks oh, yes, like we God. an amazing nice. fireworks show i can't wait so don't miss it don't it's miss it. It's going to be good. And you can get out awesome. of
2: your car if you've been coming to mm-hmm. drive-in church. You can get out of your car. Craig, you might want to speak to this. Like They they can bring tents. Is that right? And they can bring, what is it?
0: Yeah, they can bring their, their tents, their chairs, whatever. And it's going to be more of a tailgate feel than, than the drive-in church feel per right. se, where we're not letting them out of their vehicles. Yeah. Uh, they'll be able to get out and hang out. Uh, probably some bug spray might be a good idea. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Mean, Definitely. That time that's of the good. evening. Um, but, yeah, we're going to let people roam around. And, obviously, we'll have some restrooms open as well yep. for this event. And uh, we're looking forward to it. I, I hear there's going to be a killer fireworks display. Oh, man. Killer. That's for sure. If it you was last time. It even was. if you
3: just come for the fireworks, yeah, you, need to,
2: you need to come out around nine fifteen, nine thirty. 930. going to see that. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. So, yeah, that's July 4th, July 5th. We are continuing drive-in at the 930 service. Yeah, uh, That will look a little different, but it will feel the same. There's still radio stations the same, all that stuff. And then at 11 o'clock, we are back inside with two different environments inside, like a coffee house feel. But also we have the main auditorium with spaced uh, seating mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So that's our Freedom Weekend. We hope you guys can show up and, and uh, hang out with us for a little bit. But this podcast, I'm going to hand it back over to Craig, we are wrapping up Galatians, right? Yes. Yeah, it's going to be good.
0: Yeah, so this weekend when we have drive in church at 9.30 and then inside church at 11 a.m., Eddie's going to wrap up the Galatians series. This past Sunday in week four, though, uh, he posed the question, mm. who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? <laughs> <laughs>
2: who's your daddy? Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And, uh I think that's an interesting question, because for those of us that may have grown up in a religious environment or in a traditional church environment, we may struggle with the idea of God as our Father. And and I know that some other people may struggle with that idea because their idea of a Father maybe isn't the best. Um, so I think that is an issue. It's something that, that people deal with. And uh, talk a little bit about that, guys, about this idea of God as our Father as opposed to
1: well, I think that's the hard – I mean, because you, your first idea of father is your earthly dad, you know. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you take from that, and that's how God is, that kind of thing. And it gets hard. And then you got religion. You mix that religion in there, and you're trying to figure out well, – then you have this reverence and this awe and all this. And then you get the New Testament, which really blew everybody away with it. You know, when, they, when they first con- this first concept came out that he wants to be called Abba Father, which means dad – that really messed everybody up because it's an, uh, it an intimate word. It's not Almighty God, it's Dad. And mm-hmm. so things they started changing, and it, it's, uh, I've had a hard time with it. I mean, I haven't yeah. really gotten used to it yet. Right. So I don't know how y'all feel.
2: Yeah, I mean, Galatians 4, 4 through 7 is where you were at, I think. And it says that the Spirit who calls out, Abba, Father, so you are no longer a slave, but God's child and i think that's um there, to me i've always in, enjoyed the imagery of the innocence of a child you know and what that looks like like me and spencer we we have one year olds now you know mm-hmm. and it's that innocence where they they don't know anything but they know you as dad they know you know mom as mom and they know that who that's who's going to protect them that's who's going to provide for them and there's no question about anything else. It's dad You know what I mean? Yeah, right, and yeah. I think that's as an adult that may feel weird. You know what I mean? Dad mm-hmm. dad. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the truth is, is that that is the relationship, or supposed to be the relationship between us and God. Is that that's who we go to. That's our protection. That's our future. That's our hope. That's everything is right there. And I think if we could get on that intimate level. It would change our um, our approach to God. I think. I, I
1: think that's what he was trying to figure out. I yeah. mean, that was the question. I mean, how are you approaching God?
2: Yeah, right. You right. know,
1: because uh, you know, I say it was a zap you God in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. That's how they came out of it. Mm-hmm. And this one is like, I love you. I right. want to hug you. I want to hang out with you. I want to hear about your day. Right. It's kind of mm-hmm. you know. And I think sometimes we only go to God when we need something. You yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering. I look at it, my daughter right now. She's 16. That's exactly yeah. what happens. <laughs> right. I'm, the, I'm the ATM man, you know. Right. So that's what happens. And sometimes I just want to, like, tell me about your day. And we had this conversation last night. Yeah. Can you just tell me what's yeah, going on? Yeah. You know, and in yeah. long sentences. <laughs> you know, not short, <laughs> complete long, sense com- the whole thing. Yeah. yeah, and that happened last night at about eleven o'clock. So, it so was you're fun. saying
2: we should put like word counts on s- students, right? It, well, hey, I'm probably... going to need more than 150 characters. Yes. that's yes. I'm going to need. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think that's huge. Is there's a couple of things that you said? I, I I feel like the that stuck out to me was we don't work for God, we work with God. With God, and I think that's um, going back to the you know, childlike faith type of deal. Um, my dad, like, he's owned his own business for many years. And when I was a kid, I remember it was a big deal for me to go to work with dad. You know what I mean? And so when you said that Sunday, I was in my car and I was just, you know, just writing notes and thinking down, man, that that is a lot like <laughs> my childhood. and I, And it is, it wasn't that I was working for my dad. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it was he was teaching me the trade, so right. to speak. And I think it's all a perspective. Now I would like to throw something out there is what would you say to someone who like for me, I have tons of great memories from a father figure and things like that. There's a lot of people out there who don't have that and they have no idea what that looks like. Um what would you how would you say that's supposed to look if they don't know already what that sort of is does that make any sense it does
1: i don't know how have a, yeah. somebody will jump in i don't know if i have the right answer for that one that's a the, hard that's it a is. hard deal
0: it's yeah I, hard. I think it's a super tough question and i when i was a youth pastor years ago and yeah. then as, as a lead pastor too people used to ask me all the time well you know my dad was a jerk you know right? Right. and i'm supposed to think as, uh, of god as my father like mm-hmm. how does that work and one of the things that I would try to point out to them is is that, look, God has slapped this amazing price tag on you, mm-hmm. the very life and blood of his own son. That's how much this father loved you. And other than that, I, honestly, I don't really know where else to point him, right. except that God says, this is what you're worth. You're worth mm-hmm. the price of my very own son, my only son. And uh, that's the price tag that he's put on you. But I, I think that's that's a struggle. And and trust me, I don't know anything about being a girl, but I think it's it's even tougher I think for young ladies Mm -hmm. uh, in our culture to really get their head around that many Mm -hmm. times
2: Yeah, I think if we just focused on the uh, the gospel I mean I, I don't know any other way to put it but sort of like what you were saying to me if I'm in a counseling session with somebody or talking obviously I'm putting it exactly what you were talking about Craig is just what he the price he paid and then you can't look at him as someone you, you, what you're doing is you're painting a picture on, on to somebody, or you're assuming mm-hmm. that God is this bad situation that you had. And you can't do that. You, you have to find a way to break free from that and look at this, this person who hasn't let you down. Look mm-hmm. at all the promises in scripture that has come up. Right. I mean, I always tell people, let, let's, let's look at the promises that he has promised you. And let's start there. And if you go through this and you go, no, 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 no. Okay, fine. But the chances are that you get to the first promise and you go, okay, yeah, I'm still breathing. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? And he's not let you down. And so just because you had this bad situation with your dad, let's just say many years ago or whatever it may be, I would challenge you to to try your best not to go, well, that's what God's going to be like to me if that's the only thing. Now and I know that's easy that's easier said than done. But I if you need help go go to the promises of God because I believe that if he if we are crying out Abba Father like there is a relationship where we can go to him and go but didn't you promise this? Like I had a I even had a volunteer not too long ago that was he was going through this really rough time, you know, and and he just he made the statement he said man i've been cursing god and i've been you know and I, i'm just trying to figure this out because why would he allow this why would he do you know and and maybe y'all can speak into this but i feel like that's the relationship that he wants obviously he doesn't want to be cursed i don't think but I, I do think the realness of like god i'm upset like I need you to reveal yourself to me and I need that's the relationship that I'm wanting is I'm wanting you to to be there it's not seeming like you're you're here what what's going on in these, these I conversations
1: think I'm watching I mean God wants to be needed mm. okay so you have these things that happen it's like we did the 10 commandments you nobody can connect nobody can do it right we're never right. supposed to right because right. we need it and so we get into this looking at the dad you know why you know why is this happening well you need dad Mm-hmm. Is why this mm-hmm. is happening. You need mm-hmm. to be. He needs mm-hmm. to be in your life. Right. These things are happening, right. and so all these questions always come up. You know, why does this happen? Why does that happen? We will live. In, we live here, mm. and Jesus. And I think Jesus told us up front. He said this is going to be pretty rough here. Yeah. Say, this isn't heaven. It seems like all the promises are always later, aren't they?
2: Yeah. And they yeah. really are.
1: You know, I'm, I'm part of. I got a house. Right. right. His house. I right. live with him. That's right. my dad up there. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's hard to communicate when you're going i think people look for god need somebody with skin on it you know mm-hmm, what i are talking about mm-hmm. yeah and that's kind of what happens and it's sometimes it's very hard to find i'll say you know i don't know if you remember hallmark did this mm-hmm. they, they did a mother's day thing yeah they had brought cards in their thing and saw all these all the, the it was a women's prison they came in yeah. thousands of cards thousands they did the same thing for father's day and nobody showed up
2: Really? <laughs> yes,
1: nobody showed up. So that tells you a little bit wow. of what we're dealing with when it comes to the father figure. And, and that was a big deal for God to say, I'm your father. Right.
0: You right. See. Chase, you alluded to this, and I, I loved this part of Eddie's message on Sunday that we don't work for God. That we work with God. And um, there was a guy years ago that wrote an amazing book. And I don't don't know who's been canceled, who like if we can drop a name. But, um, you know, Henry Henry Blackaby wrote this book, Experiencing God. I don't know if you Mm -hmm. guys ever read that or worked through that. But he said God is working. Mm -hmm. God is working. And you just have to decide if you want to join him in the work. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. And he is working. And we're not working for him. We're working with him if we will join him in that work. Right. Yeah, I think the paying attention to where he's working.
1: You know, like we talked about that, you know, what's happening to us all now. Right. You yeah. know, dad's dad's at work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, we may not it may not feel good or look good, but right. dad's at work. The kingdom is going to move. Well, you know?
2: that brings up a good point. Um, like I don't know about you guys, but my dad disciplined me, right? Mm-hmm. And so if he is this dad, it's not that he's disciplined, but I do think that he's teaching. And sometimes those the teaching aspect of it is not what we necessarily want all the time well god i didn't i didn't see that i didn't see that one coming you know that one hurt a little bit but it's making us stronger on the other side i don't know and you alluded to maybe you're going to this in a minute but you alluded to the plowing god Dad's Mm -hmm. plowing and it's work like it really is but the fruit of our labor is plentiful but uh nowadays a lot of us don't like to get blisters on our hands and we don't like to we don't like to plow we want it we want it easy
1: we really do and that's that's why we call them lazy boys (laughs) i mean you know what i'm talking about we really don't want pain and i think you know correction and teaching it's it's all about moving us Mm -hmm. because i don't think Mm -hmm. nobody nobody will move unless it hurts i mean that's dishonest that's true you know so that's what happened go ahead
3: I was just going to say for me growing up, like I hated to disappoint my dad if I felt like I disappointed him. So I played basketball and and a little bit of football growing up. And so, you know, he would, he would be at every game and all that. And if I feel like I didn't play up to his standard, I would be so mad at myself. (laughs) And, but those are those teaching moments that like, man, I got to try harder. I got to practice more. I got to push through. And it, it, you know, it didn't feel good. It was, it was physically hard. It was exhausting, you know, at times, but um, I saw the results of that, and um, saw what saw what happened through those tough moments, those mm-hmm. those things that my dad taught me. So,
0: for sure, and yeah. I I think in context you were kind of talking about God plowing in a maybe in a thirty thousand foot view sense, mm-hmm. but I would say that to your volunteer friend that yeah. God might do, be doing some plowing because I think He does it individually in yeah. us too, and. God's plowed me up plenty of times. It does not feel good. It
2: doesn't. But it's worth it. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. 100%. And I I don't know. And I think that's where community comes in at, man, is the Christian community. Because when you walk in and you are surrounded by people going, God's working on you and he's not done yet. If you're still breathing, he's not done. Being constantly reminded of that. But if I just stayed at home, by myself all the time and I thought about the worst things thought about the negative things always thought that God was after me zapping me whatever yeah I'm gonna lose it and I'm gonna lose faith in God because I don't have a community that says no this is this is the uh, the path that you might be on that God's really shaping you for something else you know and um I don't know I just I, I feel like man every, everybody just wants a genie instead of god mm-hmm. i i say everybody you you know what i mean i yeah. i say that loosely but it's a, if i could just rub the genie bottle or whatever god pops out and goes okay you got 3 wishes what do you need today mm-hmm. then that would be a lot easier yeah but that's not how god it's 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 a literal relationship like a a dad and a son or a dad and a daughter and Man, I just I would I wish so bad that everyone could I don't know come come to those that huge moment where we go man that that is my dad.
1: Well, you know this. It doesn't. Here's what. Here's the the thing that everybody's got to remember. We don't get plowed forever.
2: Right. It, everything That's it. is a, a season. That's we good. know That's everything.
1: Good. So what's ever happening now will affect what's going to happen later. But it, but you don't always get plowed, right. you, you know. Yeah. And we don't get better by just eating fruit all day. <laughs> you know what I That's mean? That's true. So well, you never, you never change, and so you gotta be plowed.
2: And if you always like, I love strawberries, right? But if I always ate strawberries, it would just become another thing to me. You know what I mean? It has to come in and out of season, and it, and you have to too much of a good thing is not a good thing. I feel like sometimes
1: out for chocolate it's chocolate
3: <laughs> chocolate,
2: <laughs>
1: chocolate. Always
0: covered chocolate. strawberries yeah oh now we're, talking, now we're talking we're getting better hey you you said you know one of my button words community yeah um, yeah yeah and i just want to go back to what spencer was saying about about his dad and this plowing thing um, we need people in our lives um or there's going to be people in our lives that god is going to use to plow that ground so there were probably coaches and mm-hmm. trainers and whoever that that participated in that and helped you get to where you wanted to be oh yeah you, you can't do it with the
3: people that, you know in terms of when I was growing up basketball or sports you got so many coaches and trainers and my older brothers and people like that that's the community that's pushing you and, and lifting you up and as Christians we need those friends those accountability partners and those people that you can go to for wisdom and, and that's your
1: community group that is just encouraging you and always uplifting. Well, the Bible says two are better than one.
0: Yeah, Yeah. yeah exactly. they
1: really are. I mean, you know, it, you can't make it. You really can't do a, your own Christian walk by yourself. You're really yeah. not going, to, especially when you get and plowed. I hate right. to I
0: hate to say this, but it seems like a lot of Christians not only want God to be a genie, mm-hmm. but they don't want nobody in their life telling them how mm-hmm. they're supposed to live either. And um, and I, and I think that's a problem. And I and I think uh, maybe one of the reasons that. We've, we're we feeling like we're being plowed right now is because we we don't have enough community in our lives, enough people in our lives uh, to hold us accountable to encourage us, to love on us uh, whatever the situation might be Right, no that's 100% right um, Eddie you said something
2: um, Sunday that I was, that hit me was the um, the slave has a master but the son has a father mm-hmm. and so many people Look to God as this, like you said, a zapper, you know, yeah. or we're the slave and uh, I, I just do, I'll do whatever you ask. Don't just don't, you know, can you talk a little bit about what you explain that a little bit? The the slave has a master, son has a father. Yeah, I do think
1: um, it's the way it's the attitude in which we do things. You know, if I'm going to, am I working for God because I'm trying to make him happy mm. Or you know, or I'm working with God because He He told me to. Right, right. You know, it's is different is when when I'm doing it because it's my dad and I'm part of the family. Mm. You know, this, yeah. You know, I, I am in the family. This yeah, is a family, family business. business. Yeah. <laughs> so I. So why do I read my Bible? Because see, this is really this is the difference between a slave, you know, and and uh, basically you have a father. Is that I'm reading my Bible because I was told to, or I'm reading my Bible because I want to. Right. Because right. Of relationship. And I think that's what he's telling Major us. Major difference. That, yeah, there's a relationship. Huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're good. reading
3: your Bible because you want to know him. You want to you get yeah. closer. How does
1: dad
0: think? relationship. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I want to know dad. You don't dad know think. unless you... Yeah. yeah.
0: You also talked about the uh, duty versus devotion, that the slave is driven by duty. The son is driven by devotion. And I, I think we even see that in in people that we serve with maybe in the church sometimes i know when i was growing up in the church it seemed like it was all about duty and uh, one of the things that's heartbreaking for me is when i see somebody serving in the church and i feel like they're only doing it out of duty maybe because they always have or maybe because they just feel like they're supposed to or maybe because they're trying to get a better standing with god whatever it is but that's always heartbreaking to me to see somebody serve out of duty as opposed to devotion
2: mm.
1: Yeah, I think we go back and forth, like we talked about in Galatians, jumping from treaty back to back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it comes to relationship or when it comes to knowledge, you know, what it, all, all right, I get them mixed up, the rules. I have to keep the rules. Yeah. And then he said, no, it's about hanging out with Dad, and it's, it's all messed up because yeah. we did that. Mm-hmm. You know? it,
2: I'll, I'll allude back to the, the first week that I was talking, and I did a message, and it was about, um, I think it's in John, or First John, where he, he says, like, you have your head in the Bible, you know, looking for all this stuff that's for eternal life, but I'm standing right in front of you. Just will you have a relationship with me? <laughs> like seriously, quit worrying about the rules. Stop worrying about just literally. Let's just have a relationship together, and let me teach you walk with me through this journey. I think that's a huge thing for me since it's in this Galatian series.
0: We've we've talked about this plowing thing so far, but there were two other peas uh, mm-hmm. that you took from Isaiah 28, uh, and you alluded to, to planting and picking as well. And this is kind of a loaded question. I'm gonna, gonna put you guys <laughs> on, on the spot. <laughs> but I think all of us would agree that God is plowing right now, like seriously plowing. Um, and I think you alluded to this, Eddie, but what should we be doing to participate in the planting? And you, you specifically mentioned Freedom Weekend. Like we're, we're gonna be doing some stuff this coming weekend. Oh, okay. yeah. and, and the idea is to plant some seed
1: yeah i think the idea is not to back away from the people even though we are socially di- i think it's just a strange right. plowing mm-hmm.
2: yeah
1: you know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay so how do you how do you have community and how you plant seeds i say see we're having to get creative with this thing uh because we've never been plowed this way before and mm-hmm. it's a worldwide thing the harvest is going to yeah. be huge oh yeah it's going to oh, be yeah. huge it's bigger than any bigger than 9-11 yeah all the mess it's bigger and it, it you know so i don't think i don't know much longer will we'll be plowed right but the seed the planting of the seeds and making sure we stick with the people we love making sure because there's going to be so many questions like we haven't already had them <laughs> you know i mean how many times many times i heard
0: the, the world's ending yeah
2: uh, i even talked to you about
0: that yeah like maybe we should think about that <laughs> and you mentioned several you know historical events yeah. uh, specifically in our history and and following each one of those events Came revival in the church and spiritual awakening where people were meeting Jesus, and I feel like that's where we're headed as well. Yeah. What else should we do? What else do we need to do? And the easy answer is, we'll we'll pray. But how do we? What other seeds can be planted? How can we plant seeds uh, that we'll Well, see harvest from?
2: Well, I think you got to get your hands dirty. Like no one's ever, to, to my knowledge, you you don't plant a seed unless you at least get something on your hands, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, nowadays, you know, you got to be careful (laughs) and you got to wear gloves everywhere you go and all that. But I do think that it it is going to take you um, getting your hands dirty, meaning you're going to have to to serve. You're going to have to volunteer. You're going to have to actually see the garden in which you're supposed to plant. If you're staying, and, and don't take what I'm saying out of context, like be responsible, you know, the COVID is a, is a thing. And so we, we understand that we have to be responsible, but what I'm about to say, don't take out of context. But, uh, if you do, you can email Eddie at, and no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you got to get outside your house and you got to see what God is doing. I think you just said that, like, you got to see where God is moving and what God is doing in your community, in your family, in your friends, your neighbors, that's the garden. That's where God's planning. And so if you are just so afraid of what's happening around you, then you're know, saying I feel like Satan's robbing you of the blessing that God is getting ready to, you know, explode with, so to speak. Well, okay. there's two
1: things in that verse when it comes to the planning. It's the proper place and the proper time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what it's saying is, you know, if what it's saying is, all right, where are you? Mm-hmm. And you need to be paying attention. Because there's, a, there's that moment. It isn't about, I think sometimes we get lost and it's a worldwide, we, no, we're talking about your world, talking about your backyard, right. your people, you know. Mm-hmm. So the proper time and the proper place, that's coming. Right. That's mm-hmm. coming.
3: Yeah, one of the things that you taught us in Runners, Eddie, back in, you've been through Runners, Chase, Yeah. Um, is you're always on. You're always, yeah, always on. on. And so that comes to mind when I think about this, because no matter where you go, you go to the grocery store. Um, you go to the gas station, wherever there's opportunities to love on people, you know, mm-hmm. restaurants. And so if you take those opportunities, you think that what's happening in our world, people are paying attention and they're, they've got questions. Like you That's said, people right. are, are ready for, for an answer for some hope. And so if we can just be that hope and one moment, one little moment can
1: change somebody's life. The ground and, is ready yeah (laughs) it's getting ready you know even we that concept was set me up you remember that oh yeah runner if it's always pray god set me up and pay attention proper place proper time you always say
2: check the room Mm -hmm. so that may you know when you if you feel like you're done look to the next row over so to speak and see what plants you need to see you know always check the room check your surroundings i don't know if you
0: guys feel this way it's it's probably more about my spiritual blinders more than anything else but i feel like i've seen or been at least more aware of opportunities mm-hmm. uh to serve other sure. people to love other people yeah. during this time and maybe i just wasn't paying attention before right. but it just it does seem like people are open to it and uh i know that god's really opened my eyes to you know to pay for the guy's coffee behind me or whatever that might look Absolutely. like and uh i i think we we have to take advantage of, of those situations and and not not shrink back for when god when the mm-hmm. holy spirit nudges us
1: you know one thing i think of this plowing is happening if you remember we talked about that church wasn't and god was not number one on the weekends mm, right. he'd mm-hmm. moved down to like number five six or seven <laughs> okay well he had enough
0: yeah
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah where's he at now he's back at the top right you know he's right. back at the yeah. top so we're all paying yeah.
0: attention now so not coincidentally you went to isaiah 28 uh, last sunday and talked about sowing and reaping and in chapter six of galatians uh, Paul talks about sowing and reaping. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. One yeah. of the things I right. love that you pointed out Sunday is that it's always been this way. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't anything new. Yeah. This is God laid this out from the beginning. This is a spiritual principle that he put in into our creation and it's the same. And yeah. you whatever you plant is what you're going to harvest. That's yeah. it. And you don't get them all in the same day. Right.
1: You know, right. It just takes time. You know, proper time, proper place.
0: I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's so good all right thanks gentlemen I, th- I think uh we've exhausted that eddie we were kind of giving you a hard time i don't know how you're going to do chapter five and six in one yeah. weekend but I have know know. You... if anybody Free? can do it then he will do it so good you're
1: well i believe in you man. you know all of y'all could do this yeah so we'll talk about
0: it <laughs> hey everybody thanks for joining us for the marathon church podcast we love to see you at freedom weekend and we'll talk to you next time